Welcome to Simply PM&R, a Mayo Clinic Talks production. The simple solution for PM&R healthcare professionals who want to keep up while on the go. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Bro, physiatrist in physical medicine and rehabilitation at Mayo Clinic. As physiatrists, we all see patients with abnormal movement patterns. You know, functional movement disorders can manifest from psychological stressors, or at least that's what we used to think. Patients with these conditions can be very difficult to diagnose and treat and can be quite challenging. Today, we're joined by Dr. Jeff Thompson, a colleague at Mayo Clinic. Jeff is a physiatrist in physical medicine and rehabilitation, and we're going to be talking about functional movement disorders. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks. Glad to be here. So what is a functional movement disorder? Well, functional movement disorder is really any manifestation of abnormal movement that isn't caused by a neurologic or disease process. Um, you know, it used to be called conversion disorder and uh, was thought to be due to some underlying psychological problem. Not so much that thought that way anymore. Um, but it's a movement that isn't caused by a, a motor disease. I would imagine these would be perplexing to try to diagnose. How do you go about diagnosing these? They can be, um, and the problem is often the movement looks a lot like, but not quite the same as, as a, an organic movement disorder. So someone may walk like they may have had a stroke, uh, they may have a very ataxic gait, you know, things that we see normally, but it, it's, the, the key is that it doesn't quite look norm, you know, a normal abnormality. It's, there's something a little more bizarre about it. You know, they talk about astasia abasia is a term which means just a very abnormal gait where they're, they're coming close to falling a lot, but not quite falling. They're moving all over. And it, it's just something that, that looks even more difficult to do than normal walking. Um, and, and that's kind of often a clue. Um, but because it, it can look a lot like a regular neurologic disorder, often people are confused about it and you, and you hate to call it you know, something that, uh, and then be wrong. Mm -hmm. And so um, people are nervous about that and they get, they're seen often multiple times and go to specialists and uh, before they get diagnosed, you know, a neurologist would be a, you know, often able to make a diagnosis, but a special neurologist, a movement disorder neurologist, um, would be the the key place to go where they can monitor with maybe surface EMG electrodes and so on and and do some you know, studies that look at the movement to see that no this isn't a normal tremor or this isn't a normal um, uh, kind of diagnosable neurologic disease uh, it doesn't fit that pattern and then you can uh, pin it down better so it sounds like it's a, a lot of diagnosis of exclusion of other neurological conditions which probably can be done you know, locally, but then when not finding something, it, yeah. it becomes much more And there are some involved. signs that are out there that are more positive signs, you know, the Hoover sign where you, you, know, you have your hand under their, if they're laying supine, you have under hand under each heel and say, okay, lift your leg. And someone who has uh, functional weakness, when they try to lift one leg, normally you push down with the other mm -hmm. and, and they won't do anything. They just won't have any movement at all. And so there are some things like that where there's, it's a clue that it's, that it's not a, an organic kind of problem. You mentioned gait. Are there other movement patterns that can be affected? 
Yeah, just about anything that you can think of as a movement problem can be come out as a functional movement problem. So uh, gait is what we see in PM&R the most, I guess, but you know, it can be uh, seizure disorders that are functional seizures. There can be you know, spells of different sorts, uh, tremors, uh, myoclonic jerks, um, s- you know, speaking in tongues in a sense, mm. um, you know, having strange vocalizations. And sometimes what we don't see very often because we can't address very well, uh, dizziness or uh, more internal uh, spell sorts of things that happen. An upper extremity, I would imagine, would be involved. Yeah, upper extremity, tremors and movements and so on. Are there any medications that uh, you employ to treat these folks? No, I really um, haven't found any medications helpful. Now, if there's medications to treat some uh, disorder that goes along with it if they have severe depression or something treating the depression if there is an anxiety uh, disorder but that's that's much more rare than than uh, common are you a physiatrist preparing for your upcoming PM&R part two oral boards do you need to brush up on your examination skills through a combination of didactic lecture case vignettes optional mock oral examinations, and online modules, the PM&R board review course can help guide your preparation. This vital course will be held on the historic Mayo Clinic campus in downtown Rochester, Minnesota every spring, just prior to the American Board of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation oral examinations. For complete course information and to receive an email when registration is open, visit CE dot mail dot edu slash pmr i've heard about the best program here at mail mm. can you tell me a little bit about the best program yeah so b-e-s-t it stands for behavioral shaping therapy um it's uh, a program of intense therapy to uh, address uh functional movement disorder so uh basically it's they, the person comes in and is seen first by a physical medicine rehab doc to be sure they're appropriate for the program. They've, they've prior to getting into the program, have been seen and, and defined that, yes, this is, this is the diagnosis. So it's a sure thing coming in. You're not making the diagnosis in the program. It's a treatment program. So the doc is really just reinforcing that and, and laying out what's going to happen and sort of cheerleading a bit that they're going to get better. And then they see a physical therapy and occupational therapy, each of those twice a day for the week. Uh, and then in the uh, in the middle of the week, usually we have them see psychology, uh, and we try to set it up so at the end of the week they see the referring physician uh, at the end to to answer other questions and so on. So often the rate, the uh, neurologist that saw them that made the diagnosis. So what kind of therapists are involved with the best program? So physical therapists and, and occupational therapists they uh, usually ones that have some training in, in, uh, in neuro kinds of therapy or, or maybe musculoskeletal therapy have had experience with gait and those sorts of things. Um, and, you know, they, aren't, they don't train on this a lot in physical therapy school, just like we didn't get much on this in medical school uh, or even in, in uh, residency. So it's often they get good at it from experience, and they've, they've seen this and they've been, you know, treating people. You know, I, I think of being out in general physiatry practice, and, uh, you know, I've seen 
patients with movement disorders, but I'm just trying to think, wow, what have I missed? You mm-hmm. know, what has there been that was a functional movement disorder and I, I just missed it? Clinical pearls on how not to miss things like that. Um, I think just having a real high uh, suspicion and just being aware that these are more common than, than you think. You know, the, about 20% of the patients that see a movement uh, specialist have a functional movement disorder. So it's pretty common and you're 20%. probably- 20%. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of, a lot of them are, are out there. And uh, so if it's something that you know, isn't getting better, um, it, it's just something you know, bizarre, it just doesn't seem to fit a, a, a niche quite right, then you know, think about it as, a, as possibly a functional movement disorder. Often there, it's easier than you think to, to notice. I mean, someone who's walking in a really bizarre gait, you know, well, this, this just doesn't fit with anything. Um, if you're out, in the, you know, out there and don't see this very often, which is for most people, mm-hmm. you know, having, having a neurologist that you know that you can refer to and, and, and get a second opinion, I think it's helpful to have someone else say, yep, you're right, this doesn't fit with a neuro disease that I know of. Um, even, even at Mayo, when we have them coming in, um, it's best if they've seen a, a, a movement disorder specialist and they've really pinned down the diagnosis before coming into the program. And that's probably the biggest pearl is you've got to set it up for success. You've got to tell them what this is and that this is going to get better, that it's a disconnect between the motor program in their brain and the implementation of that program in their muscles. For some reason, they've still got that plan of what to do, but their muscles aren't carrying it out correctly. And there's, it's in there. They've practiced it for 20, 30, whatever years, so it's there. It's just a matter of reconnecting it the right way. And what we're going to do in the program is start out with very basic movements that they can accomplish correctly and gradually build on that and keeping it so that they're moving correctly and until they are walking correctly again. So it's sort of building on that base of whatever it is they can move correctly and, and extinguishing the, the bad pattern that's there. So is bad, part of the best program is their follow-up? Well, we, we um, often these folks are from a long ways away, so we don't have a set comeback after a period of time. Mm-hmm. We set them up with a video of how they were when they first came in and at the end, and quite often, about 80% of the time, they're, they're nearly back to normal, so they can use that to reinforce that this was what I was able to do, and there's no reason I can't do it again if I have a recurrence of the problem. Uh, we give them the a kind of a a um, uh, set of uh, exercises and things to keep working on at home and, and sort of a plan when you get home. What are the things, if you start having movement disorder again or if mm-hmm. it's coming back, what do you, what's, your, what's your plan going to be? Sure. You know, there's you know, breathing, relaxation. Think about how we approached this when you were here and just re-implement those same strategies that got you out of it the first time and to get you out of it the second time. And for the most part, that works pretty well. You've changed my work. I always thought this was a psychological disorder, and now it doesn't have to be. I, you know, it isn't. In fact, you know, when you, you know, people don't like having psychological disorders. Occasionally, there probably is, uh, there are some that where there's some big stressor, but I think that's by far the minority. And if you, if you tell them that this is uh, a different kind of thing, it's a programming problem, then they 
almost get permission to get better. Mm -hmm. You don't have to search for some underlying psychological, you know, stressor that is, you know, uh, I hated my puppy or something like that. And that's what did it. You know, you can, you can move forward with getting the movement going and not worry about so much the psychological side of things. We've been talking about functional movement disorders with Dr. Jeff Thompson, a physiatrist in physical medicine and rehabilitation who helped establish the best program here at Mayo. Thanks for your time, Jeff. Sure. Fun to be here. Today's episode was sponsored by Mayo Clinic Online CME, offering on-demand medical education in a wide variety of specialties. This includes the Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation Online Board Review Course. Enter your boards with confidence, whether it's your first time through or for recertification. Learn on your own time and earn credit. Register today at ce.mayo.edu slash PMRBR online.